Frank takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mas. Hola, hola, familia. Welcome to another episode of A Little Mas. You are here with your hermanas, Mabel and Evelyn. We're just missing Sally again. We're missing She's setting for a big exam that she has, but she will be back when she's all done, when she has taken it, mm-hmm. and she will report great news. When she's done being responsible. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember those days when you were like in school and... I remember being in college and mm-hmm. having to study for a test, like midterms were coming on. And the only thing that was the worst was all my friends, but the majority of my friends were not part of my same major. Yeah. So while I was going into my exams, uh-huh. they weren't. Um, or maybe like I was having midterms, but they weren't. They yeah. were only going to have finals. Yeah. And so it's like they're all going, because I went to school close to the beach. So they're all going to the beach oh, and blah, gosh. blah. And I'm just like, I want to go so bad. <laughs> And there were some times because I was this teenager uh-huh. who I'd be like, well, I can just go for a few, like, you know, like an hour or two and come back. Yeah. I have my own car, you know, come back and then, you know, study and, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those turn out to be like hours. And then um, studying turned out to be like an all nighter, which you could do when you were younger because, you know, you have all the energy and everything, yeah. right? But it was the worst because I'm the type of person like if I procrastinate. And I don't get it done. Uh-huh. It's just it's not going to get done. Oh, no. Yeah. So I have to know. Well, I'd have to know, like, okay, I'm going to procrastinate, uh-huh. push it to the last minute. Because, you know, sometimes you can get it done quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. But it's like that one time I have to tell myself, okay, but you know this, Evelyn. Yeah. You're doing this to yourself. And if you don't get it done <laughs> and the teacher extends your deadline, uh-huh. you know you're not going to get it done. That's Jiminy that Cricket. Is Listen done. to him. I know. <laughs> And so I remember one time, I, have, I didn't know that that was possible. Yeah. Okay, let me go back. I didn't know it was possible because all through high school, I got through it, you know? Uh-huh. The procrastination, that those like last final hours, yeah. I got it done. It was a great paper, a great test. That's what messes it. you up for that one time. Yes. And the one time it happened to me, I was in college, and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my god. You gosh. failed me. Oh, stop, my heart's like beating. <laughs> it failed me because... I didn't get it done in time. I think the pa- it was a paper. My uh-huh. studying was fine. Yeah. Um. I didn't get the paper done in time, and the teacher was. I went to, the, to my professor. And I'm like, okay, oh, you, you went know? to your professor. I would have just been like, count my losses and call it a day. You bold. I did. I went to a professor, and he was like, okay. Oh, no more. Okay. No more goodies. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so, um, he was like, okay. Well, he's like, you know, if you turn it in late, you're gonna get, you know, docked. And I was like, okay. Wow, but he let you turn it in me late? if that paper got turned in. Oh, my. In. You just didn't do it? It got turned. Okay. It got turned in. Okay. But it was not nearly as, as the, the quality wasn't nearly oh, as good course. as I wanted it to be. But I was like a page away. Yeah. Well, it was last minute, too. I was like, oh, but that's what I'm saying. It failed me. It had never failed me before until that one time. And I was like, oh, my. Also, I'm that person, huh? I'm that person that oh if I don't get it done. Gosh. It was the worst experience ever. No, but it's fine. Yeah. The Holy Spirit was trying to tell you something. Like, get that work done. Get that work. I know. But, again, it's because during that time, I was like, you just wanted to go have, you wanted to go have fun, uh-huh. Evelyn. Yeah. And that's the price you had to pay. Yeah. So now instead of getting an A in the paper, I think I got like a C. Yeah. I was like, dang The worst is also, going with that, the worst is also when you you miscalculate how much time it's going to take you on something. <gasps> yes. You know, like you think, oh, okay, that's not going to be hard at all. And then it ends up being ridiculously hard. 
yeah. to accomplish that task yeah. or that paper. That, that that happened to me once, I remember. I totally, like, just missed the ball on it. Like, I thought, oh, okay, it was on some subject. I don't remember at this point. But I was like, okay, that won't be too bad. Mm-hmm. The research, everything took me way longer than it needed, like, mm-hmm. than it was supposed to. And, yeah, same thing. I turned in a terrible paper. Yeah. Or, like, you have like, this concept in your mind, like, when uh-huh. the teacher, when the professor, like, would tell you, okay, or your teacher in high school, yeah. whatever, would tell you, okay, you knew you knew your syllabus ahead of time, so uh-huh. you knew, okay, this is what we're, this is the subject matter, this is what we're studying on, and the people will be on this, and you have like this great concept, uh-huh. and then you can't execute it. Yeah, that's the worst. Oh. It's the same way with parties, though. Like I remember my daughter's first birthday party. I had it's all Pinterest's fault, mm-hmm. right? Because Pinterest makes you feel like you can conquer anything. Yes. Oh, that's all I got to do to make friends. That ain't <laughs> nothing, though. You know, and so. I remember my daughter's party. You remember. I had uh-huh. tons of fringe stuff uh-huh. all over the place, right? It was not nearly as much as I wanted. I wanted like a whole backdrop of fringe, uh-huh. all this stuff. Come to realize that's one of the hardest things to make is fringe. Well, and now you know why people just go, let me pay somebody to make, the fringe to make for that me. backdrop for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because it was, it was nearly impossible mm-hmm. to cut every little strip with scissors mm-hmm. and then hoping that one of them doesn't come out the wrong way or right. whatever. And it took me, it took me way longer. I didn't sleep at all that mm-hmm. night. Like I went straight through, took a shower and it was party time. That's the way I was for my son's birthday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember that we were, so we had like this, it was, he, he liked Mokoyo a lot at that time. Yeah. And he's a, he's a baby, you know, he's still an infant. So we don't know what he really wants his party to be. So at this point it's like, so it's just like what you want, you want what you yeah. want, you know? And so I remember that we're like, okay, how are we, how are we going to execute this? Execute this. So yeah. I was on Pinterest doing different things, and you go down the Pinterest rabbit hole, and, and it's terrible. I had like twenty boards. Lies. Yeah, one for Bokoyo, one for this color <laughs> theme, one for this uh, circus, one for because all of a sudden it's like they're all so cute. Yeah, all the uh-huh. ideas. So anyway, so his birthday party ended up being Bokoyo, and it was like a picnic type. Yeah. So we went out, and I was like, I told my husband, you actually did a great job oh, on that. Thank you. you did. You yeah, did. so we went and we, I just realized, okay, this is the color scheme was going to be, you know, these bright, bold colors, you know, mm-hmm. like this, your primary colors. Yeah. And um, and we took a scene from one of the birthday party scenes that is in Bokoyo, and we just kind of tried to replicate it. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, uh-huh. so we had those two, like, poles, and we just kind of candy-striped um, candy striped them. Yeah. Because that's how those look, and uh-huh. they had, like, the little sphere on top of it. Yeah. Anyway, so... um. So then I was like, okay, well, let's just have a picnic for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it was, I thought in my mind, it looked, it was going to come out a different way. I'm surprised it came out the way that it did. It did. It came out <laughs> great. You actually did an amazing job with it. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yes. But I think that's the thing is once you, you, you learn from those mistakes, right? You realize now when I've been throwing parties and mm-hmm. stuff, I know this is realistic. This is not. Yeah. Or like now I know what to take out from like a picture that's on my board. Like, look, all I'm all I'm thinking, guys, is just the flowers. Yeah. I think that's great. Everything yeah. else, ignore it. Well, you're right because for so for example, for for um my son's birthday party, uh huh, because it was held at the park. Yeah. And how do you decorate a park? Yeah. You know, yeah. you just so that's how I was like, okay. Well, we're already at the park picnic, so we brought the picnic baskets. Uh-huh. We did like all the balloons, all that stuff. You know, got like the picnic blankets. Blankets for everybody in lieu of tables and chairs. Yeah, because we also had to cut corners somewhere. Yes, can't run out of chairs and the tables. <laughs> um, it was great though. Everyone was having so much fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah. 
And then for his second year birthday party, though, we're yeah. like, okay, all we're doing is we're doing dinosaur things because he's really into dinosaurs. Yes. And we're going to have one focal point. Yeah. And yeah. that's where we're going to put all the money in that one focal point <laughs> and make sure that that looks the best for the pictures with this yeah. cake. And yeah. that was it. And that was it. So now we're playing um, M's birthday party. Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, okay, again, she's going to turn one. Yeah. And I'm at that phase where it's like it's the the pre-planning to the pre-planning to the to planning the pre- of the party. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You should go with the book. <laughs> Which is where, you know, I, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but it's just such an overwhelming task mm-hmm. that my husband's like, let's do it from the party. I'm like, well, first we need a concept. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what her concept will be. I think with, with our son, it was a lot easier because he was the only one. Uh-huh. Right now, if you look at her house, everything all the toys, all the themes, everything revolve around our son. Yeah. Because he's the one who, oh, I want this, oh, I want that, or I want yeah. that. And she's just along for the ride. Yeah, she is right now. So yeah. it's like she doesn't have, she has her own identity, her own personality, but she doesn't have her own taste because if Big Brother has dinosaurs, guess what? I like dinosaurs. And yeah. She's playing with dinosaurs, she's playing with cars, and she's playing with, she has her little dolls here and there, you know, that people yeah. like gift her. Uh-huh. And her little stuffed animals, but it's not like this one thing like it was with him, so we can't see it yet. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know what it is. It's we'll leave it till you know the last day. I'm just uh-huh. kidding. Oh, yeah, <laughs> real nice. Uh-huh. Do you have like maybe a, a concept that you're kind of liking right now that you're you're going towards? You know, we were at the party store not too long ago, and um, I had seen. Like, I think, was it mermaids? Oh, okay. I, I was thinking unicorn, but you did unicorn. I did do unicorn. But you and could do unicorn. No, we could matter. do unicorn, yeah. but I was like, but that's already been done. Because I did, like, there's different color schemes to the unicorn. I did more, like, light pastels. But I've seen, like, other versions of it that are really cute. But she's not really been exposed to unicorns either. They'd be like, oh, that's yeah, true. she love unicorns. Well, my little one wasn't either. I just wanted, I really wanted to buy her the little tutu. And once I saw the tutu, I was like, it's done. It's unicorn. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know yet. So I'm, I'm thinking that um, I'm just going to suckle the Pocoyo theme. <laughs> but that's the first year party. That's just yeah, what it is. That's just what it is. All children that I have will Pocoyo theme. That's just <laughs> we what still it have is. the big cutouts. <laughs> you do. That's right. Yeah, all the baskets that we bought. Yeah. We have the picnic blankets. Or maybe she'll do like a picnic type thing. Just change it up for her. doesn't have to be Pocoyo. It could be something mm, else. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep you updated, Okay, guys. keep me updated, girl. <laughs> keep me updated. All right, family. Let's get into the, today's main topic. The title of today's episode is I'm angry now what i'm so angry Ah! (laughs) we've all experienced those moments all of us um where something happens maybe it was in your control maybe it wasn't maybe it was completely out of your control Mm -hmm. that made you so angry but i feel like what matters most after we feel that initial reaction Mm -hmm. of being angry is what we do next yes when we feel that you know it can be one of those like blind just Assy red yes. angry moments. I've had those. Yes. Like we've talked about when like your child doesn't mean to, but they smack you hard with a toy in the face and you weren't expecting it. Yeah. And all you see is red because it's like your primal instinct <laughs> just like comes out. You're just like, oh, you hit me? Oh, wait, I doing this. Yeah. You know, but you realize, oh, wait. And then you gotta take a moment, step back, and be like, this is a tiny toddler, for me at least mm-hmm. in my home, who did not mean to throw that toy yeah. at me. But it smacked me right like across the face, over the nose, like in all yeah. the areas that just hurt and make you want to cry. I don't know, though, because sometimes they look you dead in the eye and throw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what do you do? You know, I, I feel like my husband also, he and I have both been talking about how to handle situations where we become 
super frustrated after our child has done mm-hmm. something, right? And it's really hard because you have to take a step back mm-hmm. and and think for a minute, become a bit clear, as clear-headed as you can be. Yeah. Because you can't let the situation completely fall by the wayside because then they don't, there's no correction there. But the problem is, uh-huh. when do you address it? I've read... I address it right there and there. Where it says, wait until they've calmed down. Uh, and then address it. And I'm like, but by then it's over. Yeah. They've moved on. To I understand else. that. There there are times where I, I will sit down and I'll, I'll try to calm her, you know, calm her down mm-hmm. as best as I can. And usually she can. Mm-hmm. You're right. If I'm, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And I escalate mm-hmm. it. She'll start crying. She'll start screaming, running away from me. And it just becomes a whole thing. Right. But if I can, I can breathe and, and have her sit down and calm down and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, I'll like mime it to her as I'm talking to her and telling mm-hmm. her, you threw this, that is not okay, whatever. Yeah. That's usually the problem. Uh, but my thing is, I don't know the span of how much she can remember with yeah. the things that she does in the moment, you know, type yeah. of a thing when it comes to correction. I know she can remember things for days. I know that. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to correction, I feel like if I don't get it in the moment, mm-hmm. she's not going to understand. I'm correcting you because of this very thing right. that just happened a second ago. Right. So I'm not going to wait. I'm going to put you in timeout, have you calm down there for, an, you know, t- uh, what, what do we do? A minute. What was it? A minute. A minute and bring you back and hope that you still understand do what happened. Do you do the full minute? Oh, yeah, I always do. I was telling him, and then I'm like, I'll do as long as I want it to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, sometimes, sometimes, as I can see that she's, it's working for her and mm-hmm. she's calming down, mm-hmm. then then maybe sometimes I'm like, okay, you're going to go for like a minute yeah. and a half, maybe two, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm never less than a minute. If I say a minute, it's a minute. Yeah. You're doing the minute. But you're I doing figure, the time. But I figure, like, he has no sense of time right now. It could be 30 <laughs> seconds and he won't know any better. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. I guess for me, it's just that, you know, the, the justice of it all. <laughs> but I do have him start over again if he gets out of the spa. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you don't stay here, yeah. we're going to start all yeah. over again. It's just a whole thing. And so it's, it's the most important part, and that's why I wanted to discuss mm-hmm. this. The most important part is how are we going to react, whether it's with kids or not, right. regular social situations with family members, what have you. Right. How will you react after you feel that moment of anger? Because that's the most important time, like we've said. Because that's what will dictate how this, how this situation pans out. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can't control everything. You might then react in a, in a pleasant way and it still goes terribly. Mm-hmm. But at least you can feel good in saying, you know what? I am happy with the way that I reacted. Right. And of course, we all have to be reasonably here, right? Some people are happy with the way that they reacted and they done just acted like crazy fools, <laughs> right? Just like, oh, I'm going to bomb on everybody. And right. Blah, blah, blah. I think the issue here, here is how to react in a way that does, does the least amount of damage, but uh-huh. also kind of gets the point across. Yes. You know, because like, for example, talking about toddlers, I feel like I've learned so much now that I'm a mom. Yeah. Not that I didn't before, but I feel like it's just stretched me in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because I before it's like I just cared about me and myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I still care about me and myself. <laughs> but now it's like I'm kind of like in charge of this little tiny person. Who's watching everything who's that watching, you do. Yeah, because sometimes. I think that's the big thing for me. Yeah, because sometimes he'll tell me because, okay, or he's or Latinas, right? Uh-huh. So when I sometimes sonado, I talk like harsh, even if I'm not upset. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I'll be having a conversation with my husband. We're just kind of just talking. Yes. But my voice sounds, sounds a like you're harsh. upset. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, Mom, be nice. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, me? What about him? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> also okay, part so of with conversation. Us, it's the opposite. <laughs> Usually she'll tell, she'll tell her dad, Dada, no. 
and he's also the same way. He'll just like he's not as much as I am. I'm mm-hmm. the same way. I'm like loud mm-hmm. when I even when I get excited like that. This is that, and she thinks like mama, mama, you know. <laughs> but with him, he'll be telling me something about work or something, mm-hmm. and she's like dada, no, with her <laughs> finger, and he's just like what. What did I do? <laughs> yeah. Which is why, like, like you said, they're watching our every move. Yeah. So now I know, like, I've, I think I've toned down a lot more mm-hmm. than I used to be pre-children. Yeah. Um, because he's watching. Because he's watching, you. and even like things that were like ex- make me explode, like the way I handle things. Yeah. I'm like, okay, and I've, I've noticed, and I've read also, you know, like when you talk to them, when you're like you're reprimanding them, mm-hmm. correcting them. You have to be level-headed. Yeah. You have to be calm. Otherwise, it gets nowhere. Because I've noticed those times I cannot, like, bottle it back yeah. up inside. Uh-huh. Um, it just make, it just escalates the whole yeah, situation. Yeah, and so he's upset. I'm upset. And I'm like, too. okay. And I've noticed I've, I've I've been able to do... Um, I've had better results Yeah, when I'm level-headed. When you're calmer. Yes. Yeah, me too. And my husband, I didn't think it was working. Like, uh-huh. this whole, like... Because we're both disciplinarians, you uh-huh. know? Um, but I feel like I tend to be a little bit more because mm-hmm. there's more things that I think upset me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so one day we were having dinner and he's like, and I'll count, you know, to three with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he's like, I've noticed that he's like really like paying attention to you. Yeah. And he's like, he's like more than he does with me. And I was like, really? I was like, I feel like I was getting what no- me. It's <laughs> like all of a sudden, no, <laughs> no. doing the like pageant wave. <laughs> I'm like, can you parent of the year? Yeah. <laughs> But um, he was, I was like, I really, because I feel like he doesn't. But then lo and behold, then he brings me back down. Not my husband, my son. <laughs> by oh, yeah, they're good at that, I'm like, I'm counting on him. And I'm like, oh, I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> mother of the year here, guys. Okay. <laughs> and it does not work. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, there was my mother depends. of the year. <laughs> I know. It, it's crazy with them. But something that you said before that really struck me. And you're right. Um, the way that we react is going is going to dictate the way the situation goes. And it also will show, like, you know, especially when we know the Lord, like, how does the Lord want us to react yes. in a situation? Like, it's really mm-hmm. important. You know, we we talk about, like, the fruits of the Spirit. We've talked about that in the podcast mm-hmm. before. You know, gentleness, self-control. Yes. How am I going to walk in self-control in this moment of just rage sometimes, right. you know? Well, and very important, yeah. I was listening to um, um, Skip Heitzig. Uh-huh. In the mornings, when I, on my way to work, I... When the kids are asleep and I'm driving, yeah, um, I'll listen to their radio programming uh-huh. on K Wave. Yeah, and this past month, I think it was about the family mm-hmm. and all different. However, the family looks, you know. Yeah. So maybe you're a single mom, you know, all that stuff, or mm-hmm. um, and for parents, you know, or you have no kids, whatever. But mm-hmm. it was it encompassed all those things. So one of them was about it was him and his wife Lenya, and just how like they were raised them their kids, and mm-hmm. she was a disciplinarian at home because she's the one to stay home with them. And one of the things that that she kind of mentioned was that she, and she always took the opportunity to teach them a lesson biblically, you know, mm-hmm. um, throughout their day. She said that one day, well, I think it was her son and the cousin were together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're laughing because it's like our kids. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because your son is oh. doing like oh. these crazy <laughs> worm dances in the back. Yeah, yeah I don't know where you got those moves. Yeah. I have the moves. <laughs> and I was trying, I was like. She says something so great right now, but I can't <laughs> stop watching him. But she talks about how there was this one time when they got into a fight, the two cousins, mm-hmm. and um, and somehow they broke up the fight. I don't, I don't know what happened. I can't Jeez, remember. It was that happened. bad. They had a break. No, up. but I don't remember oh, what okay. happened. But it reminds me a lot of our, our two kids. Yes, they're they always fighting. Yes, they, they do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
Then she said, you know, that she, took, she told them <laughs> if they want to go to, out for ice cream. And they were like, what? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm showing you guys what I think she said mercy is. Mm. You know, and she taught them, you know, that mercy is, you know, getting something that you don't deserve. Wow. So although they both were misbehaving, she was going to be merciful and she, they were going to go out for ice cream. I love that. And I was like, you know what? I never thought of teaching him that Those, aspect. Yeah, it's well. always just the justice of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, you've learned the justice part of it, you know, uh-huh. and you've gone, you know. You've been reprimanded and you've you've got your just dessert uh-huh. or desserts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, your just desserts. Yeah, yeah. And so I tried that with him. I know he's still maybe too small to understand the mm-hmm. concept, but one day I was like, we were having dinner and he was not eating. Mm-hmm. And um, I know you're not supposed to force him to eat. I wasn't forcing him, yeah. but I knew that he was hungry. Yeah. You know, because he was asking for other things. You should do the thing that the mom does from A Christmas Story. Where's my little piggy? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oink, oink. <laughs> And so my husband and I, we had finished eating. I had told him before we were all done eating, I told him, okay, I was like, I have a surprise for you. I got to the grocery store. I bought mm-hmm. like some popsicles. And because um, it's been hot now. Oh, I should have invited know? my husband on there. He loves popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay. He's like, he's like, I was like, baby, I was like, I have a surprise for you. Okay, but you need to finish your food first. Mm-hmm. And you can have a surprise. And he's like, what? <laughs> now, and, but he wouldn't eat. Uh-huh. And so then I wasn't eating. My husband wasn't eating. I was like, okay, I was like, I'm going to get this surprise for mommy and dad because we finished eating. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the freezer. I grabbed the, the popsicles and I had one to him. I had one to me. Yeah. Oh, no, I think my husband didn't want one. Okay. And so I had, I got mine. Uh-huh. I felt so bad, though, because there I am. I opened it up and I'm like, <laughs> eating it, enjoying it. And uh-huh. he just like, he just looking at me like, and I was like, but I was like, baby. And I was like, you knew what was going to happen. I told you, you know, you had to. I even told him, like, just have. A couple bites, one yeah. bite or two bites. That's it, mm-hmm. you know. And then you could have some. Nope, he was like he dug in. He didn't want. He didn't want um, to eat. Yeah. So, I felt really bad because I, like, I shouldn't be enjoying things if he can't enjoy things, right? <laughs> so I was like, "You're not gonna eat." And he's like, "No, I don't want it." Mm-hmm. So okay, he got up off, the, off his chair. He went to the living room, and I still have like my my popsicle, right? Uh-huh. And so I walked to the living room. He's like, "Mommy," he's like. He like looked at me. He's like, I want some. And I was like, I was like, look, baby. I was like, you knew that you weren't supposed that you knew that you were supposed to eat your food, mm-hmm. just one or two bites, and then you could have your the popsicle. And he's like, you didn't do that, but I'm gonna show you mercy today. You mm-hmm. don't deserve to get this, but I'm gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. I love mercy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was like, I've never taught him that aspect of it. You know, I'm, yeah. I keep teaching them. You know, you know, the fact that but you know, there's consequences, and you are, there are consequences. But you know. Being, you know, that we serve this almighty God, mm-hmm. you know, who's also merciful and who in my in my personal life, you know, things that I have not deserved, you know, he's he's been so gracious enough to be able to extend them over to me and yeah. have that favor upon my life. And I was like, I need to teach him that as well, yeah. because we don't just have like, you know, this this God who's always just um, like smiting, smiting us. Smite you. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's also very loving, and very merciful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a parent. And I, like, I understand that concept a little bit more mm-hmm. because I've seen it. Like, I always knew about it, but now I'm like, I practice that with my children. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, like, I feel like every single day, like I said, I'm learning from them and I'm as a person as well. And I'm also, like, seeing a little bit more, you know, like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, I always understood that that was the mercy was. But now it's like I'm I'm seeing myself displaying that with my kids and yeah. be like wow if i can do this you know that passage in the bible where he mm-hmm. says well if i take care of the little of the little um birds in the air mm-hmm. how much, how much more? more and yeah. we're not going to take care of you and i'm like yeah. oh my gosh That's like God, you're so wonderful like yeah. yes like all these little things I'm like seeing. And, and I, I think know. that's why even in our own emotions, we should reflect, mm-hmm. you know, who he is in them. 
Like yes. our emotions are not bad. Anger is not bad, mm-hmm. right? We, we see anger throughout the time. Mm-hmm. Like God feels anger. You know, mm-hmm. we feel anger. Um, it's just how then will you react afterwards? Will you react in mercy? Mm-hmm. You know, are you always just going to be like, that person just deserves a just rewards because of this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to yeah. give them a, you know, tongue lashing or whatever you're going to do. And I think we're programmed to be like, well, we want justice to be served. Well, we see it no. everywhere, right? <laughs> if I'm watching a movie and that person doesn't get their just desserts, like the villain, I ain't going to feel happy about yeah, it. Yeah, you, you need to have that, like, that, that resolution. Yeah. Yes. I just feel like, okay, I did not like that movie at all because the mm-hmm. villain has got away, escape, escape free, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, we're just programmed that way. Like, we need to see things just... But then when it's about us, oh, we I, want uh, the mercy. Yeah, you do. The mercy, and, mercy, please. Yeah, and I've realized that a lot in my own personal life because mm-hmm. I'm like driving. Oh, driving through the, the highways in SoCal. Oh, oh gosh, I yeah. know. And you're like, uh, get a ticket. Where are the cops so you can get a ticket? <laughs> Where are you at? Where I need you. <laughs> and then you're doing it like, please, oh, please don't let there be no cops around here, okay? Yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah, and so we're just so fickle that way. Uh-huh. You know, that we want just to serve on, on those but we don't want the same for us. We yeah. want the mercy. And I've realized that now, like driving, I'm always like, if I somebody cuts me off or something happens, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're having a bad, maybe they're on the way to an emergency. We don't know what's going on in their life. Yeah. You know, so. It doesn't gonna, make me happy. No, it doesn't make but, me happy. But, um, yeah. That they're not paying attention, you know, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Yes. But I'm like, okay, I mean, it's not in my place, you know. Yeah. So that's another thing, too, is controlling your road rage. Because I know when people do mm-hmm. terrible things, I'm just like, Sometimes it affects me so much that I can't even drive the right way anymore because I'm just so, I, I'm just I gotta cool down for a minute. I'm just so upset yes. by it. You know? Yes. Like there have been times I'm just so rattled by this. Yes. And so I think one of the things that has really helped me in my moments of like just I'm so angry. I'm one of those people that I need to cool down. Like mm-hmm. in the middle of it, I need you to like back off. Give me a minute to think straight here. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm telling you, please stop. Let me mm-hmm. walk away from this because I'm going to say something that I'm going to, you and I are both going to really regret. Mm-hmm. I'm going to regret it because I bet you 100% I don't mean what I'm going to say right I now. I feel like I put on the receiving end of that before. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't like, or have I seen, have I, maybe I've witnessed maybe this you've with witnessed somebody it, else. Yeah. Like, you need to leave me alone. Yeah. Yes. Back off. Back off for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I need a minute because my, as I get older too, I'm like, I don't, I know what it feels like to say something that you do mm-hmm. not mean. Mm-hmm. And like the look on the person that you like, like, whether it's my siblings, whatever, the look on their face of like, is that really what you think of me? Mm-hmm. And and me knowing very darn well, I don't think that at all. Isn't it the worst though? It's happening to me. Uh-huh. Where like, you know, you're like, okay, like this thought pops up. I'm going to say this. And like, no, you can't yes. say that. Again, the Holy Spirit time, you don't say it. But then you drop the bomb. Oh, anyway. It's the worst feeling. And I'm in just the world. like, and I'm like, but Evelyn. And it doesn't make you feel better. No, I'm I like, know. The one thing you said you weren't going to say. You said it. You said it. Mm-hmm. And then once those words are out. It's hard it's to hard. Burn. It, yes, it is. It In is. that person's heart, it's the hardest thing mm-hmm. to put back. Yeah. And they may forgive you for it. Yeah. But the damage is already done. Yeah, it is. It's true. Because I've, I've been on the receiving end of that when someone has told me something that they later on to me, I promise you I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. But in your mind and your heart. Yes, I forgive it, mm-hmm. but it still is there, and the hurt is there already. Yeah. It's been developed because yeah. now I think, is that how you see me? Yeah. Is that what you think of me? Like, it just—it's the—it's the hardest thing, which is why when you're angry, the best thing is to just—and that's why God says, right? Do not sin in your anger. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, and and even in the Proverbs, like where it describes the tongue, how it's just one of the most dangerous weapons mm-hmm. we got. 
It can be used for so much good. This is gonna say it can be used to tear up. I mean, not to build up and tear down. Uh huh. It yeah. can. It, it can. It can be for that. You know. Yes. I've seen it. Yes. Like and which is why we have to dominate it and and use it wisely. Mm-hmm. Which is why again going back to the fruit of the spirit. Where is our self control in our moments of anger? Why are we not walking in gentleness, in patience? Because it's hard. It is hard, which is why I have found for me, I need to back away. I need Mm -hmm. to take a step back. So if if I'm anybody that ever encounters me, right, if ever we get into a (laughs) a moment where we both get upset and I tell you, I need need a moment. The worst thing you can do is be like, no, we settling this right now. Like, I have been in those situations where somebody has just cornered me, mm-hmm. where they're like, no, we're sticking here. You're staying right here. Yeah. I don't care if whatever you just say it, just say it, you know? And they're like baiting me, baiting me. Like, please, please don't do that. Let me walk away. Mm-hmm. Let me cool down. And I think it's good for us to realize our, what we need mm-hmm. in those moments of anger. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, for, for instance, when you either in friendships or in a relationship, when someone has told you, I need this when I'm angry. Mm-hmm. I need you to let me walk away and think things through. Mm-hmm. Give them that space. Right. Right. We've talked about that before. Right. Like, but then I know that there's also people that are like, I need to settle. I need to, we need to figure this out right now. Like while we're in the thick of it. I'm yeah. not one of those people. I think I'm not one of those. See, and, and I'm like, so we got to work with each other. <laughs> right? right. Maybe give me, give me a couple minutes. Cool down. Yeah. I'll come back. I promise. Well, we're still, well, I'm still in the thick of it. Right. No, you're right. It won't take me a whole day. Yes. That's the thing is I, I can't do. I can't do like, oh. Let's sell this tomorrow. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. I'm like, we're not selling. I get it. You're right. And I've I've started to practice that a little bit more in my life as well. It's like, okay, if all of the experts are saying that when you're in the middle of an argument, the best thing to do is retreat. Yeah. Calm your, collect yourself and your thoughts, Uh and then move forward. Yeah. So I've been trying to practice that a little bit more. It's hard because I have so many years of experience doing the other (laughs) way. Like, I need you in the thick of this. Yeah, my husband was the same way. He likes to figure it out right there and then. Mm-hmm. And I think he also learned um, early on, thank God, mm-hmm. like, okay, she's one of those that needs to walk away. Mm-hmm. and But she'll come back. I think that was his thing was he wasn't sure, is she going to come back and settle this? Yes, because sometimes it feels like when you're with somebody who needs to retreat, uh-huh. you feel like, well, this is not important to you. Yeah. Like, how are we going to solve this? You don't care about solving this. You just want to go off and just forget that. This that it happened. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm so upset. I can't even speak properly. <laughs> that happens too when you bad. Actually, that sometimes helps. There have been times that I, I, I like tumble on my words mm-hmm. when I'm like trying to say something really serious, you know, and I'm upset and then I'm like, oh, forget it. It's not even that <laughs> worth it. And my husband and I both start laughing or whatever. And we're just like, yeah, it wasn't that important. Yeah. Not me. If I stumble on my words, you don't keep on trying. I'm more upset. And if you laugh, oh, Oh no! No way! <laughs> See me? I'm like, ah, it is what it is. <laughs> but it's because I think now I'm learning how to be more lax. Yeah. But going back to our original concept, yeah. which was how do we deal with these mm-hmm. um, when we're angry? How do we how do we deal with it? How do we behave? Because yeah. to have the least amount of fallout as possible, mm-hmm. but still, you know, you're upset for a reason, and your reasons are very, very valid. Yeah. You know, and so I think you had kind of mentioned this article that you had come across. Yes. That kind of triggered this whole conversation. Well, it was really, and I think most people saw it. It was um, this young lady. She's like 26. Her and her fiance, who's also 26, they were planning their wedding. And her mother-in-law, who is very, very wealthy, right, 
uh, I guess this young lady, she's more middle class. And she mm-hmm. was saying that the mother-in-law will sometimes joke to her and her family about the family of this young lady that, oh, they're bumpkins and oh, they're this and mm-hmm. oh, they're that. And so that's already been in, like a negative within her four-year relationship mm-hmm. uh, with her fiance. And so she was saying how now I think it was like two months or something. It was super close to the wedding. The mother-in-law um, sends her this huge spreadsheet of like 80 plus guests that she's like, these people are invited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I've already told them they're invited. They've already purchased their tickets. They're coming mm-hmm. to your wedding. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I think it was like the last straw for this bride. Right. And plus, on top of all that, they never even wanted this huge wedding. Right. They wanted something intimate, something small. Mm-hmm. They were just doing this more out of like obligation. Right. So she just thought, she said in the article, she was like, I just saw red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she ended up taking a step back and realizing, okay, you know what? All right. I'm just canceling the wedding. So she calls all of the guests that she had invited. Mm-hmm. Right. They were on the On the, on the guest list. Yeah. Yes. And tells them pretty much, we're not going to have this wedding. She gives them the reason why, you know. And um, they all said, yeah, okay, we get it. That's fine. They were all okay with her canceling. Mm-hmm. And she got, her and her fiance ended up getting married at a um, national park with just two of their best friends and they were done. And she said she does not regret it at all. Because that's what she wanted in the first place. Yes. And all of these Reddit people were, were applauding her, telling her, you know, good on you. Good on you, one, mm-hmm. for putting your foot down but two also the way that you reacted right it wasn't this big explosion you didn't go and make the mother-in-law feel terrible about it they did ask her how did she react and i guess they ended up going to her house the two of them and Mm -hmm. they told her like we're canceling the wedding Mm -hmm. and she was saying um you know my mother-in-law isn't one to make like a big scene Mm -hmm. so she just kind of like you could see like her face just shocked and turned white yeah and that she was just thinking okay now in her head right she's probably like i think she was just thinking okay now i have to call these people and cancel on them because they were her guests yes so i'm like yes i'm like you know i i think i think in the way that she handled it she showed mercy towards the mother-in-law. She didn't make a big stink out of it. That's true, because she could have. She could have been very her. spiteful, yes. And the thing is, the article was titled, um, uh, Bride Cancels a Wedding to Spite the Mother-in-Law. Oh, but okay. I don't think it was so much that. I don't think it was so much just a spider. I think yeah. at the end of the day, she didn't want this wedding this way anyway. Right. So she just thought, look, if it's going to be this difficult, if you and I are going to get into this big old fight, and again, I could be talking for her, you know, or mm-hmm. speaking for her. This couldn't even have been her idea. <laughs> but I think the way that she handled it, was probably the best way for all of them. Right. Because there was going to be, there really wasn't going to be no win. There was going to be no winner. Because yeah. she could have gone forward with the wedding and invited all those people, mm-hmm. but been upset because yeah. it was her wedding and got, you know, taken over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it felt like, you know, like it got taken over. Yeah. Or she could have just told her no and the mother in law wasn't going to be upset anyway. Yeah. She was going to be upset whether she, she told her no or canceled the wedding. Yeah. So, yeah, that was basically that was I think that was the best solution. In, in I did, that too. Case. You know, for I her, I thought the same thing. I'm thinking for me, I wanted the wedding. Yeah, there's no way I was in the council. Yeah. I think it would have been more along the lines of let's have a conversation and say, OK, we can't invite all these people. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry about that. You know, I know you it must mean a lot to you. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you know, we're paying for it. Yeah. One, uh, it will take us over budget. It means 80 people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Yeah. So like, you know, five guests, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if she offered to pay for them. Yeah, maybe it's a different story. Maybe yeah, it's a course. conversation that could be had differently. Yeah. Because at this point, like for me, for instance, I, I understand this bride a little bit. I really wanted just an intimate wedding, mm-hmm. which is why now that we're going to celebrate, you know, um, 10 years, I'm we're still thinking, should we do something? Should we not? Mm-hmm. But I would I would want it to be more like what I first wanted, which mm-hmm. I just wanted something small, yeah. you know, with just our immediate family. 
And um, it became this huge thing. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just starts like it almost like starts getting out of your hands. Like you yeah. can't grasp onto what you really wanted because, you know, parents want this. And, you know, um, uh, these people have to be married. This and that. And you're just like, oh, but I don't even know half of these people. Like, why? <laughs> I mean, they're either great. I'm sure they're great. But mm-hmm. like, you know, can we just keep it small? Yeah. So I understood. I understood from that point. At that point, if it gets out of your hands. And it already is what it is. I would have also just been like, okay, well, if you're going to pay for them, then fine. Yeah. It's your 80 friends. It is what it is. To keep the peace. Right. You know? Because I know like with our wedding, um, we had, we, we have big families, you yeah. know? And families were always going to be invited. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, their family. But everybody else, it was going to be like, okay, there has to be a reason why they're being invited to the wedding. It can't just be yeah. because, oh mom wants them dad wants them yeah. you know, my mother-in-law wants my you know whatever yeah wants them. it's it always to... nice when they know your story when exactly. they know the both of you and that's what we came uh, we agreed on early on when we we're planning was okay the people who are going to come because we we both went to different churches when we were younger mm-hmm. so our paths didn't cross until we were older yeah and so he had people that were part of his life you know story that it meant a lot to him mm-hmm. and it's like okay and then we had people that kind of like they overlapped they knew us both as yes. a couple and they were they were involved in the story in, the, in our story. Yeah. So it it made sense to invite people from both sides. Of yeah, the that's churches. true. Because I know I know I've known people where they'll ask me, "Oh, are you here for the groom or the mm-hmm. bride?" You know. And sometimes I've only been there for the bride. I mm-hmm. didn't know the groom. And you're right. Um, you know, it was very nice of them to invite me because mm-hmm. I maybe was really close to the bride mm-hmm. at a point in our lives, and you know, or you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Sometimes both guests don't know both of. Yeah, and so some of them didn't know me uh-huh. growing up, but they knew my husband. But they meant something up, you know? to him. And maybe I'd seen him in passing when I would go visit their yes. church or whatever. But it meant something for him. I think it's different when this person means something to your parent or the parent. You know, yeah. yeah. Like this person means you know, mom's friend from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but mom, I haven't seen that friend in <laughs> ever. I don't think I've ever met that friend. <laughs> I guess the child were cool back in the day when you were teenagers, yeah. but. Uh, does yeah, you, can we just like invite her to dinner or something? We really got invited her to this expensive wedding, <laughs> like, you yeah. know. So anyway, I thought she handled it really well, and that's why it brought up this conversation between you and I. Of man, um, we should really be careful of how we handle things when we're angry because yes. I feel like I don't know if her situation ended up great. I'm sure it's still rocky with her and her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't think her mother-in-law is going to change right off the bat. Like, you know what? <laughs> I just realized that was ridiculous of me. You yeah. know, that would be nice. Yeah, but it doesn't always turn out that mm-hmm. way. And so it, it is important about the way that we handle our anger, whether that means you need to step away mm-hmm. or you know that the person that you're in an argument with needs to settle the situation then and now. Make sure that you remind them, I will come back in a couple minutes. Yeah. Well, because you can't just leave it hanging. Yeah, you, you know, can't. It has to be addressed. Yes, it has to be settled. Otherwise, Scripture it just... Scripture says do not go to sleep on your anger. Yeah, right? otherwise it just continues to grow and grow and grow. And the other person, the person that feels offended's heart. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And... Really think things through. Be careful with your tongue when you're angry. Mm-hmm. And I would say definitely, definitely, definitely follow through with the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. List them all in your head in the moment and be like, okay, which one am I going to grab onto right now in my anger mm-hmm. and follow through with? Mm-hmm. And there's never anything wrong with showing mercy. Yeah, God show, has shown us so much mercy with, throughout our lives and he's going to continue to do so. Mm-hmm. There's never any, there is no loser when you do that. You know, it's not true. All the things that we see like in movies where like, you know, I got to feel that satisfaction of um, getting what I deserve out of Mm -hmm. this situation, you know. That's true because it's embedded in us that 
there has to be a winner. Yeah. There has to be a winner. But there is never a winner. No, there when, isn't. You know? Yeah. All you can do is minimize the pain. And yes. Just come- Especially if it's a really bad, like, situation. Yeah. Sometimes you both could somehow win if if there is reconciliation. You know what? You're right. Yes. Yeah. But the problem is that we, when we've been taught there has to be a winner in the relationship. Oh, tú no vas a ser la que, you know, you're not going to be the one that cowers down, you know, yes. that backs down from there. Because then, because then you lose. Como su porquito. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little piggy. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, well, that's not a healthy way to go into a relationship either because that means that somebody has to be the loser. Yeah. And they're, and they're, and then they start feeling resentment because it feels yes. like I'm always on the losing end of this. Yeah. Yeah, which is why that strategy never works. Work. No, not in friendships, not in relationships, yeah. uh, what, any kind of relationship. It just mm-hmm. doesn't work because someone's always the one that's always losing. Yeah, it's a 50-50 thing. Yes. You know? Yeah. You everybody's, have- everybody's emotions, everybody's thoughts are should be heard, are, you know, are valid enough to be heard. Yes. And then you just work through it if there's, a, if, if there's a difference in opinion. Which is why it would be ideal if both persons were level-headed you know, yeah. even in their anger and could be like, I could hear you out how I hurt you. You hear me out how mm-hmm. I hurt you. And there, mm-hmm. we can come to reconciliation. Yeah. A lot of the times, though, that's not always the case. Yeah. Right. Um, either you're both not level headed or mm-hmm. maybe you are the one that's level headed and the other person isn't. And, you know, they're never going to come see your case mm-hmm. or the reason why you felt the way that you felt. So in those cases, yeah, it's just best. So, you know what? I don't want to fight about this anymore. We're not going to see eye to eye. It is what it is. But then don't you feel on. frustrated, though? Yeah, you do, but that's when, you know, I think you just take it to the Lord and you're like, you know what, God, help me in this situation mm-hmm. um, to forgive them for the mm-hmm. way that they acted. And, you know, if you could, Lord, maybe help them see. Nudge them in the right direction. Nudge them in the right direction. How <laughs> this hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it really just comes out of relying on him. I mean, he's the one that. Take the scales off their eyes. Take the scales <laughs> off their eyes, Jesus. You know, he's the one that helps us in those situations. Yeah. You know, we need the Holy Spirit to. Yeah illuminate us and reveal to us to help us to see clearly mm-hmm. you know really is what it is so familia thank you so much for joining us on this conversation all about anger uh let us know some things that help you when you are really angry and what are the things that you do in order to stop and think clearly mm-hmm. and then be able to address the situation as always you can find us on a littlemaspodcast.com where you can find all of our past episodes you can find Um, more information about us. Let us know if there's anything you would love to see on there as well. We are always, um, we just always love uh, suggestions that you guys might have. For now, this is Mabel. And Evelyn. And you've been listening to A A Little Little Mass. Adios.